Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. I believe we've got your audio fixed today. I know. It was such a good show yesterday. I did sort of listen to it, and even though it's not quite right, you can still hear me even though I sound like I'm miles away. Well, that's good. And that's all because you had to play with the microphone settings while I was gone. Well, I couldn't leave it on two-person microphone when there was only one of me. You could have. There was nobody on the other side. Really? The kids are running up and down the stairs when you're not here. You never know what they're doing. That's true. They're noisy. All right. We're going to start with Shanghai Disneyland. They are slowly reopening. There was uh, today, I think, well, yesterday, now that, let's see. So Monday. Monday, right. They, they partially opened. They did. They are opening up uh, Disney Town. Wishing Star Park and the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. So they're just shopping areas and resort areas. And in order to access portions of the resort, you have to submit to a body temperature screening. You have to wear a mask while you're at the resort. And if you want to access the dining locations, you have to show a QR code uh, when you go to check in. What kind of a QR code? A QR code that the health officials give you telling oh. your temperature or whatever oh. that everything is safe. So this is the first step of a phased reopening, um, and uh, they will have limited shopping, dining, and recreational experiences with reduced hours and limited capacity. The Disney Car and Coach Park and parking lot will remain open. However, the park currently remains closed, but they will be ramping that up shortly. Okay. And I mean, I wonder what's what's the change? I mean, are things any less scary uh, over China there? China has actually, the numbers have slowed down. Well, that's good. Yeah. Maybe people are getting the hang of washing their hands. Maybe. Okay. Um, I think if you have to be told to wash your hands and people are like, oh, washing hands, that, that stops this. That's a good idea. Well, we didn't put these stories in any kind of order. They're we just didn't. all over the place. So I'm going to jump around. You're going to get so confused. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, over to Disneyland Paris now. Yes. With more coronavirus news, it seems that a cast member there has tested positive for the coronavirus. That is true. A maintenance staff member from the Disneyland Paris team has tested positive uh, over this past weekend. Disney is checking on staff who have been in contact with the person, and the resort remains open. Uh, this worker is part of the overnight maintenance team, and he has not been in contact with vet- with visitors. He has also been hospitalized, uh, and three other quor- uh, employees have been quarantined, but apparently they do not have the virus. Okay. And now we're going to go to some less liberal countries where they have banned Onward over a gay reference. So we had talked about there's a um, a cop in this in the Onward movie. She's like a one-eyed, I don't know, I guess they're all... Cyclops. Yeah, some sort of mythical creature. And she makes a reference about her girlfriend's kids. Um And that has caused the movie to be banned in which countries? That's right. So Onward has been banned in the Middle Eastern countries of Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia. That's going to hurt their numbers. It is. Well, considering China's uh, movie theaters are closed, they pretty much want, uh, you know, they need every foreign dollar they can get. Right. Apparently they don't care that much. So uh, the funny thing is the less tolerant countries – um, have banned the film. Russian distributors censored the line from the film, uh, so some people don't like it. Uh, but there are other Middle Eastern markets, which include Bahrain, Dubai, Lebanon, and Egypt, are showing the film in its entirety. I mean, I didn't even notice. I knew it was coming up, 
And then when you mentioned the story, I was like, where was she? Like, I remember what the character looked like, but I don't remember it any place in the movie. And when you told me where it was, I was like, okay. And I do remember her saying something about like, I don't know, her stepkids, but I didn't even catch the reference that she said her girlfriend's right. kids. Well, it's funny because there's there's a group called, uh, it's a right-wing Christian group called One Million Moms, which urged a boycott of the film. And they have said that this film and other films like Finding Dory, Beauty and the Beast, Star Wars Resistance, and Toy Story 4 um, are Disney subtly desensitizing children to homosexuality and the LGBTQ agenda. But now they are doing it overtly. Um, and they should not, they should stick to family friendly programming and not pushing an agenda. Okay. Well, yeah. they're, they have a right to their opinion. That they do. We're going to go to Orlando now. Moving to Orlando at Disney Springs, uh, some new Cirque du Soleil signs have been installed. That's right. We mentioned last week that some of the uh, just Cirque du Soleil title signage had been uh, installed. And this week they actually installed the Soleil, which is the sun. Mm -hmm. So some of the suns have been installed, the sleek modern version of what used to be up there. And they put some signage up over the Cirque du Soleil store. Uh, they're still working on the ticket booths, but things are coming together quickly uh, because they're going to start previews in a, in a few weeks. So that yep, theater will be back open for the first time since, was it 2017? That sounds December about 31st, right. December 31st, 2017. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the new signs are in gold, typically placed on a white background. They're very elegant looking. Yes, they are. Um, at the Haunted Mansion in the Magic Kingdom, it is closed once again. I guess things weren't pr quite properly repaired. Nope. Still, uh, still more trouble with the doom buggies, and people were reporting that they had to once again be evacuated from the ride. Um, which isn't really a big deal. It just means you get out of your doom buggy and walk in some behind, you know, backstage areas. Yeah. It's not like they have to call out a fire truck. No, and no, or... but um, that's a bummer that, you know, for it to be down. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, some painting has, oh, still at the Magic Kingdom. I haven't even left. No. Nope. Um, painting has begun at Cinderella's Castle, and that means that there are some big orange ugly cranes um, flanking either side of the castle. Well, they're not cranes as much as they are those little work oh, booms. Oh, that's right. The little portable work booms down yep. there. There's six of them in the moat area that reach up to the castle. Um, they, they're not sure. You know, they're, they're actually painting now, and they're not sure if they're doing primer coat or test coats of the paint. Um, but the painting is underway. So, um, you know, it's going to be for the next uh, next month and a half or so. Yeah, probably it'll be finished right after we leave. <laughs> right. In Epcot, the Ratatouille signs, some new ones are installed, and that's over the archway. Yep, yeah, there's a new archway in the France Pavilion expansion, um, and it's uh, it just it now has a Ratatouille sign. Yeah, it's a wrought iron um, archway. Yeah. And yeah, it has a it's nice very, new sign. It's what they refer to as metro style. Oh, I get that, yeah. And that courtyard will not only include the Remy ride, but the uh, Creperie de Paris restaurant and quick service window additional restrooms, and uh, a signature fountain. Super fun. Yeah. In Animal Kingdom, the first wedding was held in Pandora, and I think this was a part of the Disney Fairy Tale Weddings specials. You are correct. A uh, man and a woman, um, Patrice Hicks Lemon, and her husband, Don Trell, uh, originally wanted to have a courthouse ceremony, but thought that one day they would do it at Disney. 
and they managed to be filmed for a an episode, as you mentioned, for the March sixth episode of Disney's Fairy Tale Wedding. So this debuted last week. Um, they are releasing new episodes every Friday through April third on Disney Plus. Uh, so if you want to see what a Disney wedding looks like in the world of Pandora. Make sure you tune in. Any word on if they painted themselves blue? They did not paint themselves blue, but they they did have, I believe, some uh, Navi type references, like that little shawl and whatnot. So I really wanted to see them painted blue. Well, they wouldn't do that. Why not? I don't know. That would have been great. But if if you're not going to watch it, they had uh, the ceremony in Pandora with a brunch at Tiffin's and then a reception at the Grand Floridian Ballroom. They also hosted a dessert party during Disney's. Uh, during the Happily Ever After fireworks at the Magic Kingdoms. And then uh, that was it. They also got to involve, uh, have a Disney vacation uh, they, while they were there. They and got around. It must have been like Disney said, like, hey, you can have you can have your wedding in Disney. We're going to do the ceremony in Pandora. What else do you want to have? And they were like, can we do this? Can we do this? Because it sounds like they got around a lot. Right. Pick a spot. Yeah. Have your wedding. Move on. No one who's actually paying for their wedding can afford all that. No, they can't. <laughs> um. What's next here? Oh, at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, they've been doing some refurbishments, and now they've started the room refurbishment portions. Could you do that? Oh, again. Ooh. Yes, they've started refurbishing the rooms. The rooms on the fifth and sixth floor have been, um, I don't want to say blocked off, but they've they've just hung some black curtainings from mm. the inside of the lobby so that you can't see what's you going on You don't really notice, there. I guess, if you're not up there, but... You don't, but it's it's kind of distracting from like far away shots. Like you, you kind of notice it, yeah, because there's no lights there, right? And uh, you know, it's not as displeasing as some construction walls are. At least it's just like black. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, as always, continual refurbishments at their properties, uh, as Disney is known to do, and you want them to do that. You don't want you know yeah. rooms being twenty, twenty five years old, and that's what stresses me out about room refurbishments. I hate staying at a place where the rooms are under refurbishment because you like go in being like, I want a refurbished room and I'm going to request a refurbished room. And then if you don't get one, it's no different price. And then the whole time you're just thinking like, I'm in this room that like is like, you know, a week and a half away from being redone because it's that old. You know, the difference between the newly refurbished room and the other room right. is like such a gap. It's like the last time we were at Pop Century and we got the, the yes. bad room. And, yes. You know, not bad room, but, but the, the original refurbished room. room. We wanted the And then we walked one into so the bad. refurbished section and looked in the windows. And, oh, it's so oh, nice. So, so pretty. <laughs> yeah, it always stresses me out a little bit. I can't do that anymore. I can't book a, a resort where they're halfway through refurbishments. Uh, who, where are we now? Uh, in Disneyland. There's been some new AP perks uh, released for the annual pass holders. That's right. Uh, With the cost of annual passes, Disney has decided to give uh, AP holders some swag, and they're going to give them uh, additional benefits, like an extra hour to ride select attractions after the park closes on certain nights. We've heard of a few of those. Mm -hmm. They're going to have Disney character greetings, shows, and sneak peeks during pass holder-only times. They're going to be able to purchase tickets to special events before the general public. There are going to be food, beverage, and merchandise offerings specifically for pass holders. They're going to have discounts on dining, shopping, and Disneyland Resort hotel uh, hotel stays. And then they're going to have commemorative surprises, unexpected delights, and tons of family fun. As always, this uh, can be canceled without notice or changed at uh, Disney's behest. Hmm. I wonder if they're going to do anything like that at Disney World. 
I wonder. I don't know. They don't seem as concerned with their pass holders at Disney World because I don't think they make up as large a percentage as they do in Disneyland. But right. I'd still like to see some um, extra special perks come out for Disney World, too. Well, Disneyland has so many locals. Yep. Um, We're going to move on to Mulan, which we are uh, waiting anxiously to open. That opens in what, May? March 27th. Oh, my. So much May. May is Black Widow. Ah, that's what I saw today. Oh, and you know what? We don't have that story, but Black Widow released the final trailer and the final poster. So you'll find those on our Facebook page as well. Awesome. Um, so great. So two movies coming up over the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, but Mulan, um, in anticipation of Mulan coming out in March, there's been some new merchandise that has hit the shelves in uh, the Disney resorts. Yeah, of course, we've got the T-shirts, uh, Loyal, Brave and True tees. We have the Mulan action doll by Hasbro for $49.99, which is a lot for a doll. Yeah. The $24 Mulan sword, which lights up. We've got a Mulan Tumblr for $19.99, which is kind of nice. Uh, of course, we've got backpacks for $84. Um, Are they Loungefly ones? No, they're Danielle Nicole. I've never heard of Danielle yeah, Nicole. They've also got the Alex and Annie charm bracelets for $49. Okay. And uh, that's all that they've announced so far. And also related to Mulan, the final uh, clip has been released for viewing. First clip. Oh, it's the first? First clip. It's the first one we've seen? They've released trailers, but oh, this is an actual is clip it? from the movie. Oh. There's a difference between clips and trailers. Is there? Yes. Oh, okay. So the first clip from Mulan, which is entitled, um, you wrote that down, didn't you? Lower Your Sword. That's right. Lower Your Sword has been released. Uh, so we will post that up on our page. It's just a, you know, it's a clip from the movie. It's not like a couple of cutscenes, but it is, uh, it's not like a trailer. So maybe a better... Um, representation of what the movie is actually like, not just the highlights, but... Correct. Okay, great. Very good. That's it for stories today. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, that's a very short show compared to yesterday's I know. Uh, Yesterday marathon. was like, Yeah. But that's okay. We can give our friends a break. Yes. Yes. So uh, until tomorrow, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>